Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to another episode of the NFL Happy Hour Betting Show. I am your host, Ricky Blair. On today's show, we are going to break down week 17 of the NFL um, from the perspective of our favorite picks, prop bets, NFL picks, spreads, all the above. Um, We took a couple week hiatus just because, you know, it's the holidays and so many moving pieces going on around the world. But uh, with that said, I am back with my partner here, Chris Clarkson. How are you, buddy? Oh, doing all right this morning, man. Glad to be back for a couple weeks off. Sorry we couldn't link up, but it's probably a good thing that we didn't actually put our voices down on the picks we've had the last two weeks. It's been it's been a rough journey these last two weeks for us in the in the betting world. We've we struggled <clears> last <throat> week overall. We went three, five, and one. On the season, though, we're still doing pretty we're still doing pretty good on this overall in the season, which is kind of nice, just based on you know, once you, if you get so far ahead, that's whenever you can actually sit down and just kind of realize, all right, we're not we're not doing too too bad. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that said, though, we are we are coming off that three five and one week overall in the season. We are eighty nine seventy three and three, um, and we are up twenty units on the year, as we do every week. Obviously, we didn't record last week, but we are going to recap our last week's picks, week sixteen. Before we dive into week 17, Clarkson, I'm going to let you lead us off here with our wonderful week we had last week. <laughs> yeah, so unfortunately, I went one in three last week. Uh, Bill's first half, minus four and a half. They, the, I mean, they were moving the ball up and down the field against the Bears. They just couldn't score points in the first half and then finally turned on the Jets uh, after halftime. I think they won, what, 35 to 10 or something like that. Um so that one was frustrating to watch. Uh, Miles Garrett had over 0.75 sacks. Um, he's in the running for the defensive player of the year. Andy Dalton can't move in the pocket. You'd think that that's, that one is going to hit pretty easily, but it whatever, it didn't. My other loss was Falcons plus 7.5. Um, I don't know. They, they covered pretty much every game for the first – I don't know, 11 games of the season and have just fallen off the face of the earth against the spread. Um, I don't really know what happened. I thought they'd keep that game close, at least within a touchdown. But, you know, the the who was it? The Cardinals that yeah, they played the last week? Yeah, no, they, with, I think, yeah. Yeah. They played the Cardinals with, this week. OK, that's right. Um, so it was just frustrating all around. The one pick that I did hit was Jamar Chase over 71 and a half receiving yards, which I think he ended up with in somewhere in the eighties. Uh, that total was seemed low to me the entire week. And that was, you know, the one prop that I actually felt really good about, but uh, at least we got one dub in the books. 
Uh, you had the Falcons. It, you had a Falcons plus seven and a half, right? Yeah. Yeah, they lost by eight to the Ravens, though. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Silly fuckers. Um, <sighs> I went. Um, let's see here. I was trying to calculate this in my head here. Um, my math is hard today for some reason. <laughs> two, two and one. Um, I gave up pick out my in my uh, in an article that I wrote. Uh, Trevor Lawrence over two twenty four and a half. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna count that towards the victory total. But Heineke Watson over one touchdown pass. For some reason, I continuously bet on Deshaun Watson, and I continuously <laughs> lose money. I haven't won a single bet on the Browns since betting on them, and I've bet on them every single week since we've been back. So that's now we cool. we haven't hit a bet because I've bet Nick Chubb over rushing yards a couple times since he's come back, and we haven't hit a Browns bet period since he came back. Yeah. Yeah, you there was a there was a stretch for like those two two out of like three weeks that you had bet the Chubb over total and he had hit it every single time and now the Browns the Browns for some reason can win games but they cannot like get anything over what we need them to do. Um, I had the Raiders over one and a half total touchdowns. Um, the Steelers defense is not that great. I'm sorry, and for some reason when you have Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs. Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, and Hunter Renfro all on the field at the same time, finally. You can't score more than 10 points, which makes absolutely no sense. Um, well, I guess there's a reason why Derek Carr got benched, and now he's not with the Raiders anymore. Yeah, that still doesn't make any sense either. I don't. I can't even. Um, the Raiders, um, plus three over the Steelers. That was the tie for the week. Um, they lost 13-10. That's pretty self-explanatory. Um, Joe Burrow over one and a half total touchdown passes. Um, I told Clarkson all week that I felt this number was ridiculously low. I didn't really care that, um, it's the Patriots and they're good against quarterbacks or whatever. Um, Joe Burrow had that in the second quarter. So that was nice overall. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, overall in the week, three, five and one, not a great week, but, um, we're, we're pushing along here. Well, as we move into the final two weeks of the season, uh, that said, we will have some. We will. We will definitely be in the betting game throughout the playoffs. You can't. You know, we're not going to miss the playoffs here, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be here. We're going to be throwing out some picks. But uh, as we dive into Week 17, what we do each and every week, we both share a pick <coughs> back and forth. Um, I believe we both have five picks this week for you guys. So that's that should be fun. Um, some of my picks make sense, and some of them just are my gut feeling. So that's one of my favorites. That's one of my gut feeling. And then it's like, oh, well, that's why it was a gut feeling, not a uh, good one. But that said, I am going to let Clarkson start us off with his first pick. Uh, my first pick, I'm going to the Chiefs game. Um, I've got Isaiah Pacheco over 57 and a half rushing yards. I feel like this his, his total is lower than it has been recently, in recent weeks. Um, it usually is in the mid to high 60s. <clears throat> I don't really know why he's getting – I think he's got 15-plus uh, <clears throat> touches in like six straight weeks, uh, at least 13 carries uh, since week 10. Um, and he's hit 57.5 rushing yards in seven straight. So you combine that low total with the amount of run that he's getting since he became, you know, the starting running back you know, quote-unquote, because Jarek McKinnon is obviously getting most of the passing down work. Um, 
I don't know. I feel like he hits this pretty easily. Um, but yeah, Isaiah Pacheco over 57 and a half rushing yards is my first pick of the week. I agree with you. Yeah, that number seems rather low, especially looking at his numbers over the last couple of weeks. Even last week, I mean, just going for 58 still. I mean, yeah, this could that's be a, that's a hit. game too. Yeah, I left that out. I left game. that out. <laughs> but <laughs> it'll hit. I mean, it would. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Josh Allen over one and a half touchdown passes against the Bengals. This one's on Monday night. Biggest game of the week, in my opinion. Huge game with massive yeah. playoff implications across the board. But um, Mac Jones plus the corpse of Tom Brady have thrown for five touchdown passes against the defense, uh, against the Bengals defense in the last two weeks. Josh Allen has hit this number in four of the last five games. I think this is going to be a shootout, and and if the Bills are going to win this football game or going to be in the football game at all, they're going to have to throw the football really well. Um, I'm sure Allen will just go out there and like you know rush for seven touchdowns because <laughs> Jalen Hurts did to me like two weeks ago. But um, you know that said, I really think this is a slam dunk for me. Like I said, you know when you have Mac Jones and the ghost of Tom Brady throwing for five touchdowns in the last two weeks against your defense. I'm pretty positive that Josh Allen should be able to get two in there this week. So Josh Allen over one and a half total touchdown passes. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense because the, the Bengals have a fairly decent run defense. It's the mm-hmm. They're kind of like how the Titans were earlier this year. They're really good against the run, but they can't stop the passing game. And that's something that Josh Allen does really well. <clears throat> uh, my second pick. Uh, speaking of the ghost of Tom Brady, I'm going Panthers Bucks under 40 and a half. Um, the Panthers shocked everyone in their first meeting and won uh, 21 to three. So, for those of you at home who can do basic algebra, that's 24 points. Um, I don't know the the Panthers could come out and run all over the Bucks again, but. I still don't see this game getting bigger than a, you know, 21, 14 or something. I think the, the Bucks probably win um, just because they've been finding ways to win over the past couple of weeks. Uh, but I just can't see them scoring, you know, a bunch of points just out of nowhere. So give me the Panthers bucks under 40 and a half. Yeah. That's, it's been ugly outside of the, outside of the Bengals game. Uh, two weeks ago, and that's just the Bengals. When you look at their home schedule, that number hasn't hit in three of the last four games at home for the for the Bucks. So it's a that's a good one there. All right, I am going to go with one that um, this is one of those gut feelings, but also has a little bit of research behind it. Um, I'm going Seahawks plus three against the Jets. Um, the Seahawks and the Jets are coming into this game um, losing five of six games. Um, both of them are on the outside looking in the respective playoff races in the NFC and the AFC. This is one tidbit. Now, look, I know everybody's on the Mike White bandwagon and think he's the greatest, you know, gift to the Jets. And Zach Wilson's the biggest problem in the world and et cetera, et cetera. I understand all that. You know what I mean? We st- I still believe in Zach Daddy Wilson. All right. But um, one tidbit um, that I really loved about this game is Mike White is 0-3 on in road games in his career. He's 0-2 this year, 0-1 last year. Um, for some reason, he struggles on the road. He's not as 
flashy on the road, I guess you can say. Seahawks is one of the uh, Seattle is one of the hardest places to play on the road. They are traveling cross country. Um, I know the Seahawks are reeling, but I really feel like the Seahawks are going to try to come together and get it together. I have it plus three. Um, I probably plan to sprinkle some money on the money line because I feel like the Seahawks can control this game with Kenneth Walker. And um, yeah, give me the Seahawks plus three against the Jets this week. <clears throat> I mean, I like that pick just for the <clears throat> fact that you're, uh, you know, betting against the Jets again. I think we we really we I think we really really got away from the Lord's work when we were betting the Jets a ton. Um, <laughs> Honestly, though. But anyway, uh, my next pick <clears throat> is the sorry. Not the Saquon Barkley over 77 and a half rushing yards. Um, he's only hit this number two in a row, but he's gone over this total in half the games he's played this year. Um, the Colts are an absolute dumpster fire. Um, I think, <laughs> which is what I'm about to say is, is going to piss Ricky off, but I think the Giants get up early, get up quick and then just feed Saquon Barkley and run away with this football game. Um, I think Jim Irsay is finally realizing that Jeff Saturday should not have been hired as their head coach. Um, but I think this one, I mean, I've said this about, you know, every pick I've got. I think this pick hits pretty easily. I feel really good about it. Give me Saquon Barkley over 77 and a half rushing yards. I think one of the things that I noticed when I was looking at my picks this year or this week was finding matchups that teams need to win the football games. Right. You know what I mean? That's what I'm really looking for here. Um, and when you're looking at like a, a Pacheco or a Saquon Barkley, both the Chiefs and the Giants need to win their football games this week in order to stay mm-hmm. in a float of the playoff race and or seeding of the playoff race. Um, I was looking at it. um I was looking at it when I was talking about the on during the fantasy football happy hour, but the Giants basically need to um, they can win one they can go one and one over the last two weeks and they'll be nine seven and one, and because of the tie, they're automatically into the playoffs because everybody below them will only be nine and eight. So, Washington or the Giants only <clears throat> need to go one and one over the last two weeks. Um, so if they win this week, they're automatically into the playoffs. So it's a very big game. And that's where a lot of, like I said, a lot of things that I factor in into my picks this week kind of factored into the teams that needed to win the most. Um, that said, I am going to have back-to-back picks in the same game, but we'll go with the first one here first. The um, Oakland Raiders, or sorry, Oakland, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. There we go. <laughs> I think it's like the ninth time I've done that this year. Definitely. All right. This is 1000% me just going out on a whim with my gut and picking. All right. I've got the Raiders over one and a half total team touchdowns. All right. I understand Jarrett Stidham is starting this week. I understand they're playing a 49ers defense that is very, very, very good at football. I, I, their team is loaded on the off- offensive side of the football. I think Josh McDaniels is going to have this team ramped up and playing at a high level just based on all of the, you know, chitter-chatter for the week. That said, two touchdowns against this defense is probably something that um, 
you know, needs to be questioned. My thought process here. But we are talking about the Commanders. Commanders are coming off scoring, you know, two touchdowns against this team. We're talking about, um, you know, the, the Miami scored two touchdowns against this team. Now, don't get me wrong. They've only given up two touchdowns to opposing teams, you know, twice since their bye week. So, again, this is me betting with a gut, gut and, and throwing it out there that the Raiders will at least score two touchdowns this week and make me feel good about myself after – and, and make me feel good about my gut because I feel like it's going to happen. And, um, yeah, I don't love the bet 100%, but I'm 98% in. Clarkson thought I was crazy last night when I was texting him that I love the Raiders. Um, don't get me wrong. I do love the, the Raiders at plus 10.5, but it's not one of my official picks. So The, the Jared Stidham-led Raiders. I don't – again, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but um, Hey, other teams have, have – done well with former Patriot backup quarterbacks. So who knows? Exactly. Uh, my fourth pick, I'm actually taking a page out of Ricky's book and doing a two pick little parlay um, to try and get close to even money. This is that was at minus one Oh five. When I find, when we finally got the props for this game last night, um, Ricky and I had actually yeah, planned on recording know. yesterday, but the but the reason why we didn't was because I wanted to do this pick and I didn't care how long we had to wait, whether it was today or tomorrow. Finally, the, the props came out for the Jags game. And the pick that I'm going to give you is Jags money line plus Travis Etienne over 54 and a half rushing yards is minus 105. Same game parlay. Uh, Etienne's hit this total in eight games uh, this year, and the Jags are fighting for the division title. Um, if they win this game, then I think the Titans game doesn't matter. No, not true. Uh, so even if they do win this game, or if yeah, so they so need to win this game win- to stay alive in the division title race. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. No, they need to win this game to stay alive in the uh, playoff hunt. Um, they can so they can still if every basically as, as crazy as it sounds, if Miami, the Jets, and the Patriots all lose this week, and the Jaguars win, the Jaguars can lose in Week 18 to the Titans and still manage to get the seven seed, but not win the division. But this game basically is irrelevant. That's why Henry really didn't play this week because the Titans uh, game didn't matter to them. So, yeah. Right. But they well, still need it, to win it just to stay intact because they can still get a playoff spot. Yeah. Either way, Houston stinks. Um, that's the other part of this. I mean, ETN, I, and what's really frustrating is that I bet, I don't know, three or four different running backs to go over their total against Houston. And I think only one of them is hit because the first half of the season, people were just running wild on the Texans. But uh, credit to Lovey Smith. I guess he's gotten <clears throat> that defense rolling. 
But ETN, I, I mean, this is probably flexed down about 20 yards. Um, I think his mm-hmm. his total, uh, if you bet it just by himself, is, you know, 77 and a half, 78 and a half, something like that. But uh, same game parlay, Jags money line plus ETN over 54 and a half rushing yards. First off, I wanted to welcome you to the parlay club. Um, <laughs> because it's something that I have figured out that I really love to do because you can get some of these guys rushing numbers and or receiving numbers at a much lower number and you just parlay them with another line and you get very excited because of the numbers that you end up getting with some of these picks. Um, it's pretty crazy how you are able to do that. And, um, you know, it's something that I've, I've realized that I've gotten – I mean, decent. I'm not great at it by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm, I've gotten decent at. That said, um, let's see here. I am going to go with my own parlay here. Um, it's a number that I cannot believe that it's as low as it is. And that is George Kittle over 29 and a half receiving yards plus Darren Waller over 14 and a half receiving yards. Um, this number gets you at minus 130. Um, I understand, again, we're talking about Jared Stidham starting at the quarterback position this week, um, which I think is something that could either A, spark this offense, or it could basically make them go down the drain. But with that said, Darren Waller, all he needs to get is 15 yards. Are you kidding me? Like, that's insane. I feel like the a young quarterback one, and or – One catch. That's all yeah. he needs. He can get exactly. that one catch. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy that's literally averaging, you know, 12 yards a catch. And over the last two weeks, he's averaging 15 and a half. So I, I feel like a security blanket for this guy, for Jarrett Stidham, is going to be Darren Waller across the middle. You know what I mean? He's going to need it against this team. And then, of course, on the flip side, getting George Kittle at 29 and a half yards for a guy that has over 200 yards and four touchdowns in the last two weeks. And Debo Samuels out again this week. No brainer there for me with Kittle's number. I Kittle's actual live number, I think, is like sixty some yards. I think, if I remember correctly, which is absolutely <laughs> positively absurd. Because if you're getting this number at, and I'm pulling up right now as we speak, but um, if you can manage to get his number down, let's see here, Kittle forty four and a half. So you're getting you're getting fifteen yards here on Kittle's number and Waller's numbers at an over under of 28 and a half. So if you think about that for just a second, from that perspective, you're getting 15 yards almost on both sides of this ball for each of these guys. And that means Vegas set their over under at 28 and a half because they think that they're even going to go over or under that number. Even if you get to 20 on Waller, even if you get to 30 on Kittle, this bet hits, you know what I mean? So it's like, you're, you're looking at it both ways. But uh, I love this number a lot. This is one of my favorite bets. Really came close to being my lock, but I like my lock a little bit better because apparently I am tight end central this week because I just realized that I have my last two picks are all over the tight end. Position. I'm no longer the quarterback guy. I'm the tight end guy. <laughs> but uh, all right, we have reached our locks of the week. You're just um, really jaded after last week and with Derek Carr. I understand, man. man. It's, it's all good. <laughs> tough battle, man. It's tough, man. Or Deshaun Watson is really just oh, my imagination of what a quarterback is. Shit. Deshaun Watson. Oh, my <laughs> remember, remember when I picked him up in my fantasy league that you are an advisor on? 
and we were like, oh, this is going to be a 16-round keeper. It's going to be a beautiful pick. We're going to trade him because somebody is going to want him as their starting quarterback going into the playoffs, and he has just stunk out loud. Yeah, he's been dog shit this year. <clears throat> that being said, my lock of the week, I'm going to probably what I think is going to be the most fun game this week. Um, it's, they're playing in a dome, two bad defenses. There's going to be points all over the place, I think. My lock of the week is the Bears and the Lions over 51 and a half points. Um, like I just said, both of these teams have bad defenses, and they can both teams can put up points if you know things break right for them. I know the Bears didn't play well against the the uh, Bills last week, but it's the Bills. They have a good defense. They're playing, you know, Josh Allen. They J- Justin Fields couldn't stay upright. Basically, I mean, they were just bringing pressure left, left and right. He sucks. <laughs> And I know the Bears, unfortunately, are not going to hit their team total wins that Ricky is going to throw in my face whenever we do our last pot of the year, I assume. Um, But all that being said, I just feel really, really good about this bet. I mean, the the Lions could go out and and score 50 on this Bengals defense themselves. Um, Or Bears defense themselves, sorry. And Jared Goff looks like somebody's going to pay him some money to be their starting quarterback next year when the when the Lions draft uh, Will Levis in the first round and cut him. Oh so <laughs> oh he just seems like a Dan Campbell quarterback, don't you think? Oh my god! I th- I don't know. I think that. But anyway, Bears Lions over fifty one and a half. Lock it in. Uh, another thing of note for. His, his bat here. Uh, I was taking a peek at it earlier. Um, first off, this game is in Detroit. means it's inside the Dome. Um, that's great for this game, obviously. Um, obvious, on top of that, this number has hit over 50, uh, 52, I think it is, in three straight games at home. So, yeah, um, I like to lock it in. Um, Chicago stinks. Um, they have stink all year. Justin Fields has not been good, barring what everybody else has said. I understand he's looked good as a running back this year. He has not oh looked good God. as a quarterback this year. Okay, <laughs> um, he look has looked god awful. Has single handedly cost his team several games this year with late games interceptions. Um, say what you want about it. Um, he looks good running the ball. He just looks awful. Ninety hey, percent of the time when he throws a lot the of football. The, a lot of those games where he lost the game for his team with interceptions. I looked at it. And it was a lot of those games, they had leads going late into the fourth quarter and their defense gave up points to so that he has had to scramble around and, you know, throw the ball around, chuck it around to try and get back on top. My biggest problem with young quarterbacks this year, if I've noticed with several of them, especially scrambling quarterbacks, is they hold on to the ball too long. Nobody in football is worse than holding on to the ball too long than Justin Fields. Throw the fucking ball away. It's not it's play for a different. It's like I've noticed this about scrambling quarterback, not just him, but a lot of them. It's like whenever you're you're trying to make a play, instead of making a play, sometimes it's okay to take a three yard sack versus a fifteen yard sack after you run around scramble for forty five minutes. Or if you scramble and get out of it, throw the fucking ball away. What is wrong with these guys? 
Oh my goodness. It, it really pains me to watch something. It really pains me to watch Justin Fields. And then it pains me because everybody was like, he's the greatest gift to God. And then we all realize that that's Trevor Lawrence, who is one of the best quarterbacks in football. So one of them is a great, one's going to be a great quarterback. The other one will probably be, you know, stocking groceries at Walmart in three years. You let me know which one is which. I don't one think of them might be playing happen. in the playoffs. One of them will be playing in the probably in the playoffs this year. Hopefully, cross our fingers. The other one will probably never play in the playoffs. The the other one was taking ten picks behind Zach Wilson. So hey, well you know what you know what they probably made <laughs> the right choice because they both stink. So that said, we're gonna move on on over to my lock of the week, which um, I love quite a bit. Um, Maybe too much because I might bet the house on it. Just don't tell my wife. Um, I am going to go Travis Kelsey. This is another line that I love that you can flex down because I'm going to go with another parlay here. I'm going to get Travis Kelsey at 59 and a half uh, receiving yards. And then I'm going to get the Chiefs at minus two and a half. Okay. So we're going to get Kelsey at 59 and a half. I forgot what the total here is, but I'm going to get it for you guys in one second. We're going to we're going to do this live on the show here. Um, 59 and a half, and we're going to get the Chiefs at minus two and a half, and that's going to bring us down to minus 135. As you know, the Chiefs are favored by 12 and a half in this game, so you're getting 10 points. Um, and a team that played them pretty well a few weeks ago. That said, they still stink. And then you're going to get Travis Kelsey at 73 and a half, at 59 and a half instead of his 73 and a half total yards. Um, Travis Kelsey has hit this number three straight weeks. Um, he did go 56, 57 back to back weeks a few weeks back, but the last game against Denver, he went four for 71. This man is getting seven plus targets in every game over the last like 10 weeks, except for one game he had six. Um, this is a no brainer. Damn, he had 17 targets against the Titans. Shit, that's a lot of targets. <laughs> that's a lot of targets. Holy cow! Um, yeah, that 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 just blew my mind. Um, with that said, um, I think I think of the two things that I'm worried about the most. I'm more worried about the minus two and a half than I am the uh, um, than I am the Kelsey number. Uh, Denver almost came back and got these guys um, a few weeks ago, um, but they, they didn't. Obviously, it was 34-28, 30 to twenty four. 24-10. Oh, shit. Um, over the last three weeks, they've teams have played them pretty well. Um, but that said, this is Denver. This is Russell Wilson. Um, Russell Wilson stinks. And the more I lay, the more they lose, the higher the Seahawks get a pick. And right now, the Seahawks would get the fourth, I think no, wait, wait, third overall pick because of Denver. So I'm rooting for them to continue Good. to lose. Good spot oh, for Will Levis, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Will Levis can sit behind Geno Smith for another year. Probably another quarterback <laughs> that'll be bagging groceries in three years next to Justin. <laughs> um, I used to like Will Levis, and then he played quarterback this year, and it was just like, what did I see about this guy? Hey, he he's had a broken right. foot this whole year. You know, played with a steel plate in his foot. Apparently, he's been blind this year because the way he's been throwing has been all over the place too. But yeah, Kelsey over 59 and a half plus the Chiefs minus two and a half. That's a parlay there at my lock of the week. Before we go, like we do each and every week, I'm going to let Clarkson have the floor first. We're going to share our five picks <clears throat> of the week. You have the floor, Mr. Excuse me. Sorry. Uh, my first pick of the week was Isaiah Pacheco, 50, over 57 and a half rushing yards. He's hit this total in seven straight, and he's had at least 13 carries since week 10. 
Uh, the volume's there. The total is low. Give me Pacheco over 57 and a half rushing yards. Uh, my second pick, Panthers Bucks under 40 and a half. Um, Panthers beat the Bucks 21 to three in their first meeting. I think that score is probably going to be close. I think you know the 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 Bucks might score another touchdown or two, but probably going to end up being 21 14, 20, you know, 24 to 10, something like that. That total is going to be low. Uh, Saquon Barkley over 77 and a half rushing yards. It's only hitting two straight, but he's hit it at least 50% of the games of this year. My fourth pick is uh parlay like how Ricky normally does at minus one Oh five. It's Jags money line plus ETN over 54 and a half rushing yards. Uh, I learned that the Jags, this game doesn't really matter for the division, but it does matter for the playoff race. Uh, and ETN has hit this total in eight games this year. Um, and my final pick is going to be what I think will be the most fun game to watch this year or this week. It's going to be Bears lines over 51 and a half. It's my lock. Two bad defenses in a dome. Points, points, points. Lock it in. I like that. Points, 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 points. I'm, <laughs> I'm a big fan of. <laughs> I'm a big fan of points, points, points. I'm a huge fan of it. Honestly, this is this is a, it's a big week that um, I'm relying heavy. Uh, speaking of points, like, I'm about to go over my pick, and I'm going to need lots of points because, you know, I got some crazy picks here. But, all right, so that said, my picks of the week are as follows. Give me Josh Allen over one-and-a-half total touchdown passes against the Bengals. Give me the Seahawks plus three um, against the Jets. Give me the Raiders over one-and-a-half total team touchdowns. And then give me Waller over 14-and-a-half yards and Kittle over 29-and-a-half yards. Um parlay together and then my last pick of the week is a parlay travis kelsey over 59 and a half yards plus the chiefs um minus two and a half and that's my lock of the week um yeah any any parting thoughts here before we head for the sideline uh no it's just good to get back on a mic with you um i know we've missed the last couple of weeks but uh um you know my brother was in town the week before last and then you know christmas was last weekend so and we had a an unusual snowstorm for christmas in nashville so <laughs> we were all hunker, hunkering down and trying to stay warm but anyway it was good to, it was good to get back on the pod yeah um as we were having this conversation i had a little bit of fun for you guys at home and I, if you parlay all of our picks together this week, you get it at plus 23,000. Um, I, I highly recommend throwing a, uh, throwing some coin on that. Um, last <laughs> week I hit the most insane bet of my life and I didn't share that bet with my buddy and he's mad at me still over it. Um, not to mention any names that would be Clarkson. Um, it is crazy. I didn't hit that parlay. It was so stupid. I bet 20 cents on a six touchdown parlay, won 110 bucks, but it broke my heart because if I would have just thrown a fucking dollar on it, I wouldn't buy <laughs> You know what I mean? But I think what would have made me really mad is, is, and I think back about this now, not, this is not the reason why I didn't share the pick. I threw the picks in there just right before kickoff, but I would have been so mad if you would have like thrown a fiver on that and won like, you know, 2,500 bucks wise through 20 cents on it. You know what I mean? It would have been like, yeah. oh my God. That but been, that said, it'd been nice. You know, it would have been nice, right? That's what my wife said. Why but, did you get more on it? But at least you did. I was jokingly asking for a Venmo, and Ricky actually did hit me with a Venmo off of it. So <laughs> go buy some beer on me. You know what I mean? I loved it. 
Yeah. That said, make sure to follow Clarkson on Twitter at Clarkson, uh, Chris Clarkson 91. Follow myself at Ricky Blair underscore. Make sure to check out the Music City Drive-In for all the articles and reviews. We will be back next week at some format um, talking week 18. And then, of course, throughout the playoffs, we still plan on recording because there will be plenty to bet on, especially when you're talking about two guys that bet more props than they do actually money lines or over-unders for the most part. But um, thanks for joining me this week, Clarkson, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Catch you later. Go Kentucky. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money.